As a church located on Lakota land in Minnetonka, Minnesota, St. Luke is a joyful, inclusive, intergenerational, and compassionate community on a spiritual journey seeking to do justice, make peace, and to walk humbly with God. We invite you to join us live for virtual worship each Sunday morning on Facebook or YouTube, or by following the worship links on our website, stluke.mn. Thanks for listening. May you go in peace. stick around at the end, there's more information about our community and how to find us. And now, here's this week's Centering Scripture, followed by the sermon. The scripture reading this morning is from Matthew chapter 16, verse 26. What profit would you show if you gained the whole world but lost yourself? What can you offer in exchange for your very self? Kevin. So as I noted, it's Labor Day weekend. Surprise! And uh, what might be a little shocking, a little that maybe you haven't thought about this way, is I am a full-time laborer of the church. I do 40 to 45 hours per week, every week, with a couple weeks off for vacation, and a blessed three months coming off sometime in the next year for sabbatical. And while I am going to be taking Monday off tomorrow, I'm still working today. This is a good eight-hour day that I'm putting in today after worship. And our scripture is all about rest being sacred, right? So what does it profit to sell your soul, to use some more traditional language? Selling your soul to the company store because they take all your time energy, and thought. What does it profit? Now, St. Luke is a not-for-profit entity, but I'm sure many of you know how you can get burned out even when money isn't involved. Amen? Amen. It reminds me of a few years ago, those first few weeks of COVID, when everything shut down, all the industry and capitalistic systems ground to a halt. And there was peace. Silence in the streets. No cars. Nowhere to go. Nowhere with a hold on us other than our home. And in that space, we grew. Many of us learned how to connect on Zoom meetings, right? And use the internet to stay connected with our friends and our wider world. So in the spirit of reclaiming that familiar peace that we experienced not so long ago, on this, uh, oh, oh, 
excuse me, reclaiming that peace that we met so long ago when our souls got to rest and be less concerned with selling of our souls to the highest bidder. On this Labor Day Sunday, for me, your dutiful worker be pastor, and indeed, as a reminder for all of us of when constant oppressive industry was stopped and we had space to find life-giving rhythms. In that spirit, I'm going to invite you all to learn a new technology today. You excited? Katie's not, okay? It's okay, it's okay to not be excited about it. I bet no one was really excited about learning Zoom in the first place, right? And yet, still not. That's fair, that is fair, that is fair. Well, then I'm, I'm gonna invite you to bear with me here because um, <laughs> the good news of the sermon is coming, I promise, it's there. But if you just indulge me for a second, you might have heard of AI. Who's heard of AI? Yeah, everybody's heard of AI, right? Artificial intelligence. Well, there are these AI programs that have learned a lot about us and can respond to inputs and prompts that we give them. And you can find them in your app store today, like the AI companion, who's like a virtual friend with lots of ads from the company to buy more and feed their business. But one of these modules, as they're called, is ChatGPT. Anyone ever heard of ChatGPT? Who's heard of ChatGPT? Yeah, you kind of heard about it, kind of know? Who's used ChatGPT? Oh, yeah, here we go. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, you can find it free using a web browser. And much like Google, it has a space where you can send the AI a message. But instead of searching a database and spitting out a bunch of websites like Google, it gives you prose and speaks to you much like I am here to you today. Perhaps even more eloquent, if I'm being honest. For instance, in preparing for this moment, I asked it, who was St. Luke? And it answered me with three paragraphs. So then I said, yes, okay, but in two sentences. And it responded, St. Luke, known as Luke the Evangelist, is traditionally believed to have authored the Gospel of Luke and the Acts of the Apostles in the New Testament. He is considered one of the four evangelists, and his writings emphasize Jesus' compassion and the early history of the Christian church. It's cool, right? You can check it out after the service when you go home. Chat GPT, go play around with it. Uh, you know, obviously don't give it personal information. Um, just has to be said in this day and age. But it, I swear it will revolutionize the way that you maybe produce content. Um, if you're struggling, oh, I got to get out that email to my social group, and I just, uh, I'm going to, so, hey, Chat GPT, can you write me an email? It'll spit it out for you. And then you need to like use your voice to change it. Anyway, this new technology, in the interest of finding some of that early pandemic peace, with this new technology in mind, without the pressures of having to constantly produce at the highest level, I'd like to share a theological conversation that I had with ChatGPT. David, will you help me out? I will.
There is a passage in the Bible where Jesus says, what does it profit? What does it profit a man? Do you know the text? This is ChatGPT. <laughs> yes. That passage is from the Bible, specifically Mark 8:36. Jesus asks, what profit would you show if you gained the whole world but lost yourself? So what does this text indicate that the author is trying to say? In this passage, Jesus is conveying the idea that material wealth and worldly gains hold little value in comparison to the eternal well-being of one's soul. The author emphasizes the importance of spiritual and moral considerations over materialistic pursuits. So, but how can humans tend to the well-being of our soul? Tending to the well-being of the soul involves practices that can nurture one's inner self, values, and spiritual growth. This can include activities like self-reflection, meditation, prayer, engaging in acts of kindness, practicing gratitude, seeking wisdom from spiritual teachings, connecting with nature, and fostering positive relationships. Engaging in meaningful pursuits that align with one's values and contribute to personal growth and a sense of purpose can also contribute to the well-being of the soul. How can we tell if a pursuit is meaningful? A pursuit is often considered meaningful if it aligns with our values, brings a sense of purpose and fulfillment, contributes positively to your personal growth and the well-being of others, and resonates with your passions and strengths. Meaningful pursuits tend to evoke a sense of satisfaction, engagement, and a deeper connection to what you're doing. They often involve a balance between personal enjoyment and a greater sense of significance beyond just individual gratification. How do we keep from getting burned out when we follow meaningful pursuits? To avoid burnout while pursuing meaningful endeavors, it's important to maintain a balance between your efforts and self-care. Set realistic goals and expectations, practice time management, and establish boundaries to prevent overexertion. Incorporate regular breaks, engage in activities that recharge you, and prioritize significant sleep and healthy habits. Delegate tasks when possible, and seek support from friends, family, or colleagues. Remember that taking care of your physical, emotional, and mental well-being is crucial for sustaining your passion and energy over the long term. So we need to balance self-care, nurturing our inner life, and the demands of the world? Absolutely. Finding a balance between self-care, nurturing your inner life, and meeting the demands of the external world is key to maintaining overall well-being and sustained success. Prioritizing self-care and inner nourishment equips you with the resilience needed to navigate the challenges of life while also pursuing your meaningful goals and responsibilities. Striking this balance 
ensures that you're not only effective in your endeavors, but also fostering your own growth and happiness. But what if we couldn't do that and are feeling overwhelmed and burnt out already? If you're feeling overwhelmed and burned out, it's crucial to take proactive steps to address these feelings. Start by acknowledging your emotions and giving yourself permission to seek help. Reach out to friends, family, or professionals who can offer support and guidance. Consider temporarily stepping back from some commitments to create space for self-care and recovery. Practice relaxation techniques, mindfulness, or meditation to manage stress. Prioritize restful sleep. Engage in activities that bring you joy. And gradually reintroduce tasks and responsibilities as you regain your energy. If burnout persists, seeking professional assistance, such as counseling or therapy, can provide valuable tools for managing and overcoming these feelings. Okay. Well, how can we practice caring for ourselves and others in our church community? Caring for yourself and others within a church community involves fostering a supportive and compassionate environment. To care for yourself, engage in regular personal reflection, prayer, and self-care practices. Set, set healthy boundaries, know your limits, and don't hesitate to seek help when needed. To care for others, actively listen. Show empathy and offer your assistance when you see someone is struggling. Participate in community events, small groups, or volunteer efforts to build connections and provide support. Regularly check in with fellow members, offer words of encouragement, and create opportunities for open conversations about well-being. Ultimately, creating a culture of mutual care and respect strengthens the bonds within your church community. Is there a scripture verse that supports this kind of effort? Yes, there are several scripture verses that support the idea of caring for oneself and others within a community. One such verse is Galatians 6.2. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. This verse encourages believers to support one another in times of need, embodying the principle of caring for each other within a community. Thank you. To be clear, I'm going to use this dialogue in a sermon with my church community. Is that okay? Absolutely. <laughs> You're welcome to use this dialogue as part of your sermon for your church community. If you have any more questions or need further assistance, feel free to ask. And good luck with your sermon. Thank you. Do you have anything else you'd like to add for our congregation about what we've been talking about? Certainly. Here's an additional thought for your congregation. As you embark on the journey of caring for yourselves and others within your church community, 
remember that this effort is an embodiment of the love and compassion that Jesus taught us. Just as Jesus demonstrated care for both the individual and the collective, uh, we too can find strength in unity by nurturing our own well-being and extending that care to others. We reflect the teachings of Galatians 6.2, strengthening our bonds as a supportive and loving community. Let this commitment to caring be a testament to the transformative power of love in action. Thank you so much, ChatGPT. <laughs> So, yeah, wasn't that interesting? So in the spirit of finding balance, as we reflect on our inner life, our church communal life, and the demands of our professional lives, let us remember that rest is indeed sacred and necessary as we navigate the path of self-care Mutual, mutual support, and spiritual nourishment. May we discover the peace that comes from aligning our souls together with a higher purpose, that of compassion and care. Just as the world paused during those early pandemic days, giving us space to grow and connect in new ways, may we find moments of respite and reflection in our daily lives, maybe like on Sunday morning, to intentionally break from all those systems. For what does it profit us if we gain the whole world at the cost of our own inner peace and our own callings? With gratitude, let us carry on exploring the tools of new technologies like Zoom, ChatGPT, to ease our burdens, help us connect deeper, deepen our curiosities, and foster life-giving connections. In doing so, may we continue to strengthen our church community, nurture our souls, and flourish in all aspects of our lives. May it be so. Amen. As a church located on Lakota land in Minnetonka, Minnesota, St. Luke is a joyful, inclusive, intergenerational, and compassionate community on a spiritual journey seeking to do justice, make peace, and to walk humbly with God. We invite you to join us live for virtual worship each Sunday morning on Facebook or YouTube, or by following the worship links on our website, stluke.mn. Thanks for listening. May you go in peace. <laughs>